dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't even know anymore. Just, <laughs> which way is up? Which way is down? I, I, my my world is upside down, inside out, and it might just be on fire. Well, you know that's okay because that's what happens in March. That's why they call it March Madness. Ooh. Ooh, and we have a little bit of our own type of March Madness to get to today. So come with us on this journey. Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock. The show that brings you hilarious, unapologetic conversations only these neighbors can have. Join them and guests in their weekly mission to expand the neighborhood. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? All you neighbors out there. Oh, yeah. That was really disturbing. <laughs> that was really, wow. I'm, I'm, I don't even know how to react to that one, actually. Uh, oh, that was... I, I just thought I'd bring a new little flair to the show. You <laughs> like the, you like the, the what the, from back in the day? Does anyone, does anyone ever remember those, the, those commercials? The what the? Everyone remembers them. I'm really happy no one does that anymore. That's that was true. That was annoying. Pain. Yeah. My, you know, I, I'm pretty sure my older brother did that for a long time. TJ? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's hey, up? Buddy. What's up, I bro? <laughs> he would, he, Nothing but love. I, I think when it came out, I think he would literally call and go, what the? Yeah, 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 I know, right? Um, but what's going on, all you loyal neighbors out there? Uh, Brian and Philip coming to you with another great episode. We drop new episodes every Friday. Take a moment to follow, like, and subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Wherever you may follow us on social media and as well, just hit all those like, subscribe buttons and things you know it helps the channel helps bring us more content to you guys yeah so. yeah do that and, and be sure to remember tips from a pro actor on how to lift yourself up it's not just another episode no this is another great episode it's all in the syntax yeah <laughs> okay oh, okay so we've set that we've set the foundation now <laughs> um but uh, today you have to right you have to that's true be you, positive that, that's true right? uh, always trying to be positive but and with it, good posture which which neither of us actually do. Now I feel like we. <laughs> now, now I feel like everyone's now like, why are we still watching you guys? No, uh, but today we are going to explore a little bit of the madness that we call March. If you're a big uh, sports fan, like me, <laughs> for those of you that watch the show, Philip is not a sports fan. Uh, so for those, uh, I should say, for those that don't watch the show, Philip is not a sports fan. For those of you that watch, you know that already. I think sports ball is great. There you go. Uh, but it is March Madness, and it's a lot of fun. Whether you're a sports fan or not, it's just it's that basketball tournament that goes on. But we have a little bit of our own madness, our own bracket. We're going to be talking about great franchise movies. So we call it the Great Franchise War, and we have our own bracket. We're going to hash that out today. I dig it. That's right. As well as our famous neighbor tweets at the end of the show. So you don't want to miss that. But make sure you like, subscribe, and follow and hit those buttons right now. It really helps the channel out. Like, subscribe, and follow. Oh, my. Uh, see, and I'm, a fr I'm banned from doing stuff? Okay. I know. So let's get into it. So this is The Great Franchise Wars. Or The Great Franchise Wars. Franchise Wars. Right, so it's in a bracket, and what it is, so violent. I, <laughs> what it is is great franchises that have had multiple movies are pinned up against one another till we get to our quote unquote champion. This is all subjective, and we would actually encourage you guys to fill out your own. Uh, we can uh, post it up in our episode description if you want to download uh, the little uh, bracket yourself and fill it out, and then uh, you hit us up or let you let us know who your champion is after watching and listening to all of what's about to happen. So uh, we have an East versus West side of our bracket. There are 16 franchises that we're going to go through. Each of them have been randomly paired up against each other. Uh, and so this is a, a bracket that we got from Birth, Movies, Death that presents this bracket. So we're taking their bracket, and we're just going to make our own champion. Yeah, disturbing name, by the way. Birth, <laughs> Movies, Death. Well done, well done, folks. That's, uh, wow. I know. All right, so let's, uh, should we start with the East or the West? Let's start with the East. I've, I knew you were going to go East. We always got to start with the East. All right. So, hey, you know, we're going to start. The, uh, in the number one seed, we have, so let's start with the number one seed. Uh, we have Star Wars going up against the number eight seed, the lowest seed on, on the East side, the DCU. Okay, so the DC movies versus Star Wars franchise. Okay, 
Uh, is this a no-brainer? Do do we? Is this pretty easy? Do I, we know? I, yeah, I think that, but, that I we mean, can just sort of leapfrog right over this. <laughs> I think that Star Wars is going to trump the DCU. Well, you know of. it will for me, but but also you have to think the entire franchise because what the newer stuff, which I don't mind, and I enjoyed parts of them. I know you have a lot of issues with. Yeah, I do have a lot of issues, but I would still take Jar Jar Binks over <laughs> Batman v Superman like any day of the week. So, well, and they they lose a little some points with me with losing Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah you know, seriously, so, James Gunn. I know, I know. Like, I don't want to be one of those trolls, and I know it's so awful, and all the fans are such a complete pain in the neck about all this stuff. But honestly. He was the best Superman since Christopher Reeves. Like, what are we doing letting that gem go? It makes no sense to me. I'm with you at on all. That. So on that alone, I think Star Wars whoops the DCU's. Uh, okay, so pretty, con- pretty convincing. Bottom. Pretty convincing. Straight across. All right, so Star Wars advances. Yeah, I'll even forgive him for the book of Bubba Fett. I mean, just, <laughs> and that's hard to do. <laughs> the little Power Ranger motorbikes oh. on there. Um, yeah. Okay. So I. Yeah, I'm good with you. I mean, Andor kind of sealed it back for me and and of course the mandalorian but andor really honestly yeah for those of you who had not taken the time to watch andor if you watch nothing else star wars in your entire life you should still catch rogue one series and rogue one yeah absolutely and the original trilogy so um i liked the prequels i'm a huge star wars fan so i I, i'm good okay let's jump to the number two seed taking on the number seven seed I like this one. Okay. So the number two seed is James Bond, the James Bond franchise, going up against Elm Street. So, it, which is, it's it's very famous movies and very infamous characters, right? Um, I, I, I don't know. Who do you, I mean, it, it seems like a slam dunk, but I'm also not a big horror fan you know and so and that, neither, that, that's that's where it, it falls short for me yeah neither am i i have i have uh, a, a sense of respect for the people that are really big into especially that 80s kind of horror genre because yeah. i know it's a really big deal and people get like super fanatic about it but i'm gonna have to go with james bond on this one personally i think that um you know it, it, it's it's one of those franchises that anyone knows what it is whereas the elm street franchise can't say that you know, everyone from our grandparents to our parents to our now children know James Bond. Yeah, I, I mean, and you have three great James Bonds. Well, four, actually, really, that you could say that were all really great. I mean, everyone you probably loves Connery as number one. I mean, I if you ask James Bond fan... I think it's a hot debate still, but I would take Connery as number one, I, yeah. I, I mean, only because original, right? And then Roger... Or was Roger Moore was the original? No. No, no, it was, it was Connery, then, mm-hmm. then Roger Dr. Moore. No. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then Roger Moore, uh, and then you had Pierce Brosnan that, that stepped into it, and then Daniel Craig, and all of them, yeah. fabulous James Bond. Yeah, with the exception of Lazarby, who, like... Should never have oh, ever yeah. been allowed to take on that role. That was uh, wow. Yeah. Now, I mean, I love Daniel Craig though. I really do. But he's done. He he's he's done with the, with the franchise at this point. Uh, but Daniel Craig is done. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. He. I, I know that he's. He said that he's stepping away from it. And I really loved him. So I. I actually would put him as my number two. Interesting. So. But I, I th- look, 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 correctional asterisks before our fans start yelling us in the comments below. Lazen B, I apologize, not Lazer B. Lazen B played uh, played the coveted role once. Well, if he and they co- got fired. if he contacts us to correct, I will be ecstatic. Is he uh, alive? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know. What are you? Are you just over there, just <laughs> James Bond trivia right now over there. <laughs> um, okay, so we're pretty convinced together. We're we're on this one. Bond over Elm Street. Uh yeah, I'm okay. Go Bond over Elm Street. Okay, so we have he is alive. <laughs> George Lazenby still alive. alive. So congratulations, James Bond. You got the win over Elm Street. Okay, let's move up to uh. Now we've done the the one and the two seed. Now we're at the three seed, taking on the number six seed. Now this one is interesting. The three seed is Mission Impossible, the Mission Impossible franchise, which is still rolling out movies, uh, currently. And Chucky, also the number still six, rolling out movies. Which is, are they really? Yeah, I think they have a female doll. Oh, now. okay, okay. Well, they, 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 they may, but I know they did Chucky or Bride of Chucky. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, it's like it was. It was kind of like the uh, uh, the Team America with all the the marionette, the puppet 
stuff. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's it's a series now. Oh, it's a series. Okay. Indeed, they're in their second season now. Okay, so I, but Chucky do you, lives. Do you? Well, I guess that that is considered part of the franchise. So absolutely. So all right. Um. I, well, not have seen the series yet. I haven't seen anything with the series. I did, and as far as thrillers, I I don't call Chucky horror. I call it more of a thriller. Clearly, you didn't see it when you're like. Four years old, like well, I, I know, did. I know, I did, I did. Oh my gosh! Good, I never wanted a good guy ever. <laughs> so I couldn't look at my garbage pail kids the same way for years. But I, I, I'm, I'm actually gonna go with Chucky on this one. You're gonna go with Chucky on I, this I, one. I feel like, I mean, that's where my, unless you can convince me otherwise. Why, Misha? Why would you? I mean, I, I know we're not horror fans, but I just I'm, feel like that. It's a bigger staple than Mission Impossible because Mission Impossible was the TV show, which was really popular, right? Uh, you know, when it was coming. Now we know it as the movie franchise. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Mission Impossible on this. We're going to have to agree to disagree um, strictly because I figure if I don't, Tom Cruise is going to track me down and have me killed. So Mission Impossible. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and Chucky wouldn't? The man gets to see the Flash before the rest of the world. He's power. <laughs> that is power uh, right there. Okay. Uh, okay, I I will give it. I'll give you Mission Impossible on this one. We, we won't have an upset with Chucky. All right, it's fair. I mean, if he get if if Tom Cruise can see the movie before you know, see a movie before it's even out. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that Joe Biden can't see the movie before it's out. So well done, <laughs> Mr. Cruise, you win. Well, congratulations, Mission Mission Impossible. You're moving on. All right, so now we jump into oh a really hot one. The number four seed, Rocky. Versus the number five seed, Indiana Jones. That's a fascinating matchup. It's it's really a tight, it was really a tight one, man. I I don't, I love me some Indiana Jones, but man, if Rocky wasn't inspiring, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Rocky on this one, honestly. Really? Yeah, because the crystal oh. skull made me want to gouge my eyes out. Oh, come so. on, Tommy the Machine Gun and Rocky Five. I, I mean, it doesn't hold a candle to how much I loathe Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> There's just nothing I can do about it. Every time I see him, I just want to. I, I mean, they've also had he had Balboa that came out after. He also the Creed movies that are uh, now the I've seen the Creed one and two. And the third one is apparently supposed to be really good. Yeah, I'm saving myself to binge watch all three. I've, I've, I'm ashamed to admit I've not seen the new Creed movies. And I hear that they're I fantastic. mean, <sighs> Rocky is pretty good, and it has the theme music and Oscar nominated. Well, theme music though, I mean, yeah, it's got the eye of the tiger, but it's also Indiana no, Jones no, it's like, got they they have their when you hear dun dun dun. Yeah, that's dun true. I mean, come on, how many people run up the the steps of the Philadelphia? What is that? The the library or whatever? Too many <laughs> different <laughs> hobbies, everybody. Different hobbies. You're, you're telling me if you showed up, you wouldn't run, you wouldn't run up there and do the Rocky like dance at the top like yeah i mean if the police were chasing me maybe but i don't <laughs> the police are in town <laughs> wow uh, so what do we think are we uh... I, I man indiana jones you look at the look at the supporting staff uh cast in indiana jones i i mean i think it is leaps and bounds better now they are making another indiana jones movie which is just strange because i've seen harrison ford in interviews and listen i love you you're a fantastic actor but Maybe a little old to be picking up the whip. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, he was on horseback. He was on horseback in the in that movie. I mean, it. The one thing that I I give that I give Rocky some some props for is that Stallone. I mean, he did a really good job being very consistent with the development of Rocky as he got older. I I would say that seeing the the newer Indiana Jones movies. They are still trying to play as India's. I mean, yeah, they they play as age and in, in like time past, but like you said, like picking up the whip and some of the action stuff that he does. It's a bit much. So I I can I can see that, but man, the Last Crusade, I I would put that up against any one of the Rocky movies. It's true. I mean, again, James Bond saving that film. So I mean, <laughs> the dog's name was Indy. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah. and how many times you get to see a guy beat Nazis over and over again? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Rocky is the champion in this one. 
Sorry, buddy. Man, uh, uh, all right. Just with your pers- consistency. Congratulations, Rocky. Wow. I, I'm not I feel, obs- like, I feel like I stole that one. You, you kind of did a little bit. So what we have so we have no upsets. So right now, um, going up in our East bracket is we have Star Wars taking on Mission Impossible. So it's the one versus the three, and it's going to be the two versus the four. So James Bond taking on Rocky. So let's start. Let's let's start with Ro- what's the the two seed versus the four. So Rocky versus now James Bond. So who Ooh. you? So who are you going to go with? I'm who- going back to Bond. Are you really? I am, buddy. I'm going back to Bond. Okay, I I will agree with that. Uh, I will agree with that because they're I like the action movies with them, and I feel like the franchise. Has more depth. That that that's. I mean, you because you have the TV. There's not a Rocky TV show now. They've had a successful slew of films. You know, he wrote the first movie in apparently like an hour or something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because there's not too much plot to it, right? So, and, that, and that's actually why I'm going James Bond as well. I think that there is more depth to the stories. The stories are more varying and more interesting. Okay, so we both agree on that. Bond will take out Rocky. So, awesome. James Bond, congratulations. You are moving on to the East Finals. Uh, now, Star Wars, the number one seed, going against Mission Impossible. I mean, do we really do we have to ask I, I, I think this? Star Wars just dominates it. Yeah, I, I, I think really so think it just dominates it. There, there's just there's no way Mission Impossible as a t- Even the success that they've had with the TV show has been slower than Mission Impossible, I will admit. But have you? if we had Star Wars shows that came out when the original trilogy did i felt like it would have been huge yeah i think that you know tom cruise does a great job in the mission impossible movies they're fun they're entertaining but i do think that um star wars just by its sheer size yeah i mean he can keep doing the most incredible and most ridiculous stunts known to man which will be great great for the franchise Keep it up, man. Right, but you until know, you're gonna, until you're going to ride your motorcycle off of a Tie Fighter in mid mid orbit, then <laughs> yeah. Star Wars I, is going to win on this. Yeah, one. and I don't think you can sell the Mission Impossible franchise for a, over a billion dollars, you know, to anybody right now. Can we go ahead and say no? So, I, I Star Wars wins it. I mean, and plus you the animated, plus the books, everything. I just Star Wars franchise for me wins it. Congratulations, Star Wars! You are now moving on. Okay, so we have our our two final. We have our final set for the East. Let's let's wrap up our East and see who before we jump over to the West. So we now have the number. No surprises right now. The number one seed, Star Wars, taking on the number two seed, James Bond. Who you got? This is tough. Who this you is got? Very very tough. Yeah, I mean, they both so, very very deep ties, very deep followings. Um, a slew of successful actors in all of them. I mean, you could argue James Bond was more consistent with the with with how successful their lead actors were, but that versus Star Wars. But that Star Wars has had so many characters, it's hard to really go that route. Yeah, so I'm going to say that because of the singular character that everyone has come to expect the same thing from and like fall in love with in their own ways. That's a strength for James Bond, but I do think that the fact that Star Wars has been able to move on from just Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Princess Leia, all them. And, they're, they're trying. Right, and make it a bigger world that brings in more people. Um, I think Star Wars on this one. Yeah, I I, I wasn't going to... I just didn't think. Yeah. Well, plus, plus, kids can watch it. That that's true. Right. I mean, James it was James Bond's not for kids. James Bond is not for kids. Puss, pussy galore is not for everybody. I must be dreaming. <laughs> so, uh, but I do like how they are appealing to the adult. A lot of the adults with some of these shows and things, uh, and even the animated series are I like. I don't know if you watched the more recent animated series. So yeah, it there's some really deep seated themes that are happening. Some serious stuff, which is really great. So it does it. it the books, everything. I think yeah. Star Wars, hands down, takes out James Bond. Yeah. Now, and if we were talking Indiana, if we had an upset with Rocky or Indiana, maybe I would have had some problems with that. But Star Wars versus Bond, I'm going to go with Star Wars. Are you giving in to this one? I am. All right. Congratulations. Star Wars, you are moving on to the finals. Okay, let's move to the West now. We have our champion of the East, Star Wars. Let's see who they're taking on. Uh, let's we have let's start with the one seed taking on the eight seed. We have the MCU 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe, taking on Jaws, the eight seed. <laughs> I mean, now, now again... That would be Jaws. <laughs> it depends right now because of us. We, we, we grew up with Jaws, so we know, but... It, like my parents probably would choose Jaws over over the MCU, and probably because they haven't ever watched a lot, of, they don't watch a lot of Marvel. Yeah. So I I think that that's why there would be an upset. I don't see an upset with Jaws over the MCU. Yeah, I don't think that this is a fair comparison. I think that uh, the MCU is going to take this one, and I think they're going to take it again just by sheer size and scope. I mean. Before it was even Disney, it was gigantic, and now well, that it's Disney Marvel, I, I, let me let me just let me just say this for Jaws though, just just to give a little bit of a defense, uh, give Jaws a fighting chance here. You they they put shark movies on the map. Like how many shark movies have been made? You know, because I mean, and and I mean there was a, a freaking ride at Universal where this is Jaws true, popped and the out whole, of the water. The whole Shark Week thing or Shark Month, whatever they call it, that oh, is it all of its. I, I, yeah. I mean, Sharknado. I, I think <laughs> Sharknado. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. The horrible movie. Yeah. I feel like all of the shark movies have spun from Jaws. Yeah, I, I think so too. But the problem with it, and the reason why I think that the MCU is going to win in this category, is that though Jaws has spun off a lot of these strange cultural phenomenon with, with movies and obsessions with sharks and all that stuff, they've never been able to come up with something as good as Jaws. Right, the original movie is fantastic. Whereas the MCU, if you, even if you just look at the films, they and have not, a, not the series stuff. Yeah, well, even if you can do both. But if you just look at the films, they have a they have a a basket of films who are actually excellent. Yeah, and they got a basket of films that are crap too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but well, no. Now are now are all the Jaws movies? Are they? Is there any of them that you would consider crap, or or less? You know, I mean, obviously the first one is. I mean, the first is iconic for me. Yeah, the yeah, first I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I don't think anything can hold a candle to it. But, but it was a, a singularly wonderful movie uh, in every regard. But I, I just, I just don't see it taking on an entire franchise like the MCU. I just well, and then another, another nod to Jaws to give it a, a, a little bit more of a fighting chance to see if it's not a complete blowout. You think about the technology that they had to work with and and creating the the shark and what Spielberg had to do. Spielberg, yeah, Spielberg, Spielberg had to do with creating Jaws and all of that. You know, it that, was that amazing. Was pre- I mean, it's, it's true movie magic. I agree with that. You know, I, I mean, and I will, and I will give them a nod. I'll give them a nod um, for decades now. If I had a penny for every time someone says we're going to need a bigger boat, <laughs> you know, how many of you don't like going in the water? Or when you hear the theme song, dun 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, I, I mean, that's pretty iconic to be able to do with a limited amount of of films. This is true. So I I don't think it was quite as a lump up, you know, as a mismatch as we thought. But I'm with you. I still give the MCU the nod. Okay, so very good. I, so I, I don't see the I don't see the upset happen. Hopefully, in Loki seasons two or three, if they have a third one, we see like Jaws on the TV in the background <laughs> as a little nod. You know? Just. Eating Loki. <laughs> I'll get hilarious. I'll get even with you. <laughs> well, congratulations, MCU. You are moving on. Uh, all right. So now let's move down to the number two seed taking on the number seven seed. Harry Potter taking on Friday the thirteenth. This one's this one's kind of tough for me because I do enjoy Harry Potter but I didn't enjoy Harry Potter until more, I don't want to say recent, but as I, until I was a little bit older. Like, I think there was a couple, I never, I never read the books because it was after, it was after my time when those books were coming out um, school-wise. And then I've gotten to the movies much, much later. Okay. So, so I, I for me, you know, Friday the 13th, that used to be kind of a ritual that we used to watch a Friday the Thirteenth movie and like during Halloween, you know. So like, or, or you know, that was if you did a sleepover. Yeah. There, 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 you watched you watched a, a scary or you know a, kind of a I don't want to say it's a taboo, but like as a kid, you're like, ooh, we're watching an R-rated movie or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I can see both sides of this one. I do think that 
it's a little more accurate to compare this horror franchise to Harry Potter just because they're both sort of in the fantasy world-ish kind of thing, even though well, yeah, yeah. horror is kind of fantasy-ish. Right? Yeah, like, I like mean... Like dark fantasy. Yeah, but, I guess. Um, you might be able to look at it that way. Maybe yeah, maybe I'm stretching a little bit there. But, but I, I personally am going to have to go with Harry Potter for the win on this one because of... I definitely agree with you, by the way. I'm not yeah, going to okay. fight you, uh, but... Go, go keep going. I, so my, I definitely so my, agree with so my, you. So my because is two twofold. One because it it has a wide breadth of audience. It includes children, which I think is a win for the franchise. And two, I really really enjoy things that p- pass on a very very positive message for kids. And Harry Potter really pulls that off. So okay, I, I mean, sure, that that's fine. I, <laughs> I'm not against positive well, message. We just I, I'm not against that. The kids will figure it out on their own. <laughs> I, I just think Maybe that get some Jason in their lives. <laughs> I just think every now and then we need a little darkness, to, you know, <laughs> just to, to balance it out. Well, sometimes, Voldemort was right? pretty damn dark. Well, dude, that's true. The, the later movies were were yeah. pretty dark. I will say that. I I, I agree. With, the franchise carries a lot more weight than Friday the Thirteenth. I just think it's a it's a much more it's a just widely. Um, beloved franchise over fr- yeah. over the I, Friday the 13th. I even enjoyed the first uh, of the new movies, The Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. The other ones, as far as I'm concerned, don't exist because it just fell off a cliff. But but the first one was fun to watch. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that one as well. So, all right, Harry Potter, you are moving on. Okay, jumping up to the number three seed. Okay, we have the Fast and the Furious number three seed taking on the number six seed, Halloween. So I'm very curious to see where you're going to go with this one. You never had me. You never yeah, had Yeah, you're going to go to the Fast and Furious. Okay. Come I, on. It's I, dumb. <laughs> it's I, family. I, I, I mean, I have kind of figured as a car guy that you would go that way. You I, know? I, to be honest with you, I find the Fast and Furious movies absolutely horrendously awful. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I really enjoyed the I've first watched one all of them, so by the way. And fun. Have you really? I have watched I, all. I gave up. I, I think I there is there not, there's nine of them out, right? I think 10's coming out Ten, soon. The 10's the one that's coming yeah. out. Yeah, I've watched all of them. So I, I can't take the, uh, the Tokyo Drift one. It's so bad. I like, I mean, <laughs> even the second one. Too fast, too furious. Even that one was like really bad. But I, I, I couldn't stop. I can't stop watching them. Yep. I mean, there's something about those movies. I, even though the dialogue can be horrible and and it's unbel, it's really not believable. You know, when they're driving a tank out of a plane and then across, it's landing on bridges perfectly. Or you know, I mean, obviously, it's it's a movie, right? Um, but there's just something about it, and you're just like, this is just so damn entertaining. Um, and Halloween again, I. For all you horror fans out there, I know some of you are just like, you guys aren't giving any love to the horror films. Um, I, I'm going to give, I, I'm going to put my bid in for Halloween to beat out Fast and the Furious on this one. Wow. And and the reason the reason being, and it's not because I love the Halloween franchise more. I I think that any franchise that has a, a, a that can go with a series of movies and then take like a two decade break and come back with not just one, but multiple movies. I was actually surprised because there's where we'll talk about this at the end, because I was surprised there was two that I would have put as play in franchises that didn't make the list. Mm. Um, and scream is one of them. Oh yeah. Scream is I'm one. Surprise is not. On I'm, this I, list. Yeah, yeah. And the other is Jurassic park. So those were the two that I would have I would have considered as kind of a play-in, you know, because they're cons- still making movies at Fair that enough. point. Fair but enough. but I I'm gonna give my nod to Halloween, uh, and and they, not that they the Fast and the Furious didn't keep the same cast, but they kept adding a lot of new members, even though the, eventually the the last I guess three or four movies everyone was pretty much the same. Yeah. Um. Well, though it might surprise you, I'm also going to go with Halloween on this one. Oh, that does surprise me. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really thought you were going to stick with Fast and the Furious. No, part of my reason about this is because Halloween is one of those horror movies that I really do think like almost everybody knows. It really did sort of make its way into every household in the U.S. Um, when it came out. But also, I really really I mean, enjoy Jamie Lee Curtis you, and well that's I do as it, well it helped put her on the map so but also you think about the the mask yeah yeah the Michael Myers mask Michael Myers yeah. mask like you put that anywhere and it's identifiable yep yep so I'm gonna so, go Halloween alright so we have our first upset woo yeah sorry Dom 
Wow, Fast and the Furious did not make it out. Okay, so now... There's something about engines that calms me down. <laughs> That's not a 10-second car. <laughs> All right, so now we have... This one is, is going to be tough for you. With the four seed taking on the five seed. The four seed is Star Trek taking on the five seed of Alien. Did you say tough for me? <laughs> I was trying I mean, to, really? I was being a little sar- sarcastic, but obviously you're going Star Trek. So if I'm, if I'm not in the office by like quarter of seven every morning, I'm late. And it was definitely 1.15 this morning when I was still watching Picard because I had to get the episode in. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Star Trek on this one. And and honestly, I would have... I would have fought you on this for Aliens because Aliens is such a good movie. And not only did not only did Aliens create their own franchise, they created a, a second, almost a second franchise of Aliens versus Predator. Indeed, they sort of merged the two exactly. Into one and so, which, dynamic, gi- which if you dynamic, don't gigantic, gigantic, gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you have to have a solid fan base and and success of movies to be able to do something like that. That's true, and and I really I have a lot of respect actually for the Alien franchise. It is iconic. It is. It, it, it's it's very kind of like Jaws as far as like the 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 horror. I don't want to say horror aliens, but like that level of alien that came out was just ridiculous. Yeah, right? and, and I love Ridley Scott. Um, I love Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver, Weaver did a great job of, in that course, franchise. Yeah, of course. But I, still, Star Trek is just so near and dear in my heart, man. I, I have I, to go I'm gonna, with Star Trek. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you this one, and and that's only because I I feel like the new season of Star Trek that's come out, which I haven't seen yet, but looks awesome. And they brought back a lot of original cast, and they're doing a good job of. It feels like keeping the 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 vibe. Of the original show. Oh alive. yeah, the current season so, of Picard's great. Yeah. So, uh, so I congratulations, Star Trek. You are moving on. You know what surprises me? There was one other franchise that I didn't mention that could have been considered, and this was Terminator. I thought you were going to say the Smurfs. <laughs> not going to say the Smurfs. Are you kidding me? Teenage is that because Ninja I'm short? Turtles. Is that is that? <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters. Look, Ghostbusters is another one, um, but you know they had the th- they had the two movies, and then recently, I don't count the other one. Uh, that's a that's a story for another day. <laughs> well, the cartoon. And, well, and then they had the cartoon, and then they had the afterlife, which was which was brilliant. But I, I don't know if I, I don't know if that one would last against some of these franchises. No, either. I don't think so. Either. So okay, uh, so now we have coming out uh, the MCU. The one seed is taking on. The sixth seed of Halloween, and I, I unfortunately, I the MCU is too strong. There's too much. I don't think Halloween has enough uh, to take to, to take on. The we are MC, in the agreement. MCU. We are in agreement. Michael Myers, you just got beat up by Iron Man. You're out of here. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I think Robert Downey just kind of trumps that one. So, uh, yeah. You know, uh, argue us in the com- let us know in the comments if you if you argue any of these, I'd be very happy to check out and interested to see your your thoughts. Uh, so MCU easily moves on, uh, no upset there. All right, so now we have Star Trek taking on Harry Potter. Ooh, this is a little more interesting. It's an interesting one. My answer stays the same. <laughs> that Star Trek is near and dear to my heart and is going to win. But but yeah, it is an interesting one. I, I feel that I think, oh gosh, because you want to say that oh, Harry Potter has a bigger fan base, but I don't think I, so. I don't know if they do. Trek Trek conventions, Trekkies have been around for a long, long time, and that goes generations. So I think Harry Potter is still, when it considers a franchise, young in that yeah. in that sense. Uh, now, are you going against the fact that Star Trek is for families? Because that was your argument for Potter taking out Friday the 13th. I think Star Trek is for families. I'm actually uh, getting my daughter into it right now at 10 years old. So Okay. All right. I- I'm going to give you this one because I don't have a dog in the fight for this one. Yeah. And, like, y- and you'd rather ride around the Enterprise than on a broomstick. You know <laughs> it. Like, don't. <laughs> I mean, I- it would be kind of cool to play Squibbage. Is that what they call it? The, right? The game with the, the gold ball. I think so. Yeah. So I, I might have. Snitch. So- sorry. Sorry, all you Harry Potter fans. Um, I'm. I'm not as up on all the Harry Potter. As much as I love Harry Potter, um, I'm with you. Star Trek takes it, uh, basically, for... We're going to give seniority to that one. Engage. 
Okay, so now we have now it now it's very very interesting. So we have the MCU taking on Star Trek. Okay. This is a big deal. This this is really big and they're going to go up against Star Wars. Right? So not not thinking ahead too far, but just but let's let, let's match them first. So we have the MCU, the number 1 seed taking on the number 4 seed. So Harry Potter was seated at number 2, so we do have a little bit of an upset, so it's not a 1 2 1 2. All right. So I don't are you still sticking with Star Trek I over am. over the MCU? Ooh. Okay. Um and, and you know why? This might surprise you, but it, you actually mentioned it earlier. Hmm. It's because of how long it's been in existence. Okay. Right? One, two, unlike the MCU, Star Trek has been pushing the boundaries for things like equality and equal rights and getting people to really think about their norms and status quos that the MCU just cannot make a claim to in any way, shape, or form. I mean, they, they, are, doing, they are doing some of that. I, I don't want to say that everything is based around that. More of the recent stuff kind of pushes, I, th- I feel like, pushes that yeah, but, but I mean, it pushes it more only in terms of of like gender roles and sexuality, right? But but where where Star Trek has been pushing it in terms of social norms for a long, long time. In okay, terms I, of, I could see that you know, economic equality in terms of racial issues and tensions. It's been something that's been active in that world for a long time. So I'm going to give the nod to Star Trek. But you tell me why Ooh, you disagree. Uh, you know, I. I, part of it is is the is my fan bias of being so in love with the MCU. And and that is because I love the characters in the MCU more than I love the characters in, in Star Trek. Which is fair, because you're not a big Trekkie. I, I, I am not, but I have watched uh, not just a few. I've watched a bunch of Star Trek. I am not a Trekkie. Uh, you know, I do enjoy it when I watch it. It doesn't, it doesn't captivate me like it captivates you as much. I mean, it's hard not to love the Enterprise. I, I will put that out there. I, I, I agree. But you look at... The, the development of some of the the characters and learning more about more I mean I don't know I wanted to say more of the origins but you got to go back a long ways to to with the with the Star Trek fans to learn about the origins which which you do but I, I don't know I I just I it you could argue the same thing for data but I mean like well how about Tony this? Stark is just iconic how about this how about we go by sheer size so the MCU is gigantic as we know and yeah. Disney Marvel has put a tremendous amount of money into it but if you just look at the Star Trek episodes not even the movies I just looked this up there has been as of the as of the end of February so it's dated information there had been 876 episodes across 44 seasons of Star Trek aired okay that's a monster. That that is a big number. Yeah, the MCU's got a lot of catching up to do to get that kind of uh, notoriety and fan yeah, base. Yeah, but I think that the splash that it made. I mean, you pay attention when new Marvel shows come out. Not saying you don't when Star Trek comes out, but if you were to ask somebody who just randomly watches, "Hey, have you heard about the new Marvel series, or have you heard about the new Star Trek series?" If you're not a, if you don't have, you know, bias to either one, most likely they've heard about the Marvel series before the Star Trek series. It's true. It's true. Though it takes strange new worlds over Thor, Love, and Thunder any <laughs> darn day of the week. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, for you and for our listeners, I'm going to concede to the MCU on this one. Re- wow, really? Because I was, I was. I was about to concede for, for no, Star I'm, Trek. I'm, I'm going to because your your little stat there, like that 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 kind of put it's a, a it's a pretty sizable stat. It, isn't it really is. It put a big hole in in my uh, my emotional argument. But I'm just going to love watching the torment, seeing you have the MCU go up against <laughs> Star Wars. So <laughs> so yeah, MCU for this one for the ah uh, Star Trek goes down. So we didn't have it. We we basically have a number one going against number one. So so Star Trek. I'm sorry. I actually was about to vote for Star Trek based on that stat. Yeah. I'm emotionally attached to the MCU, so that's uh, that's where my bias is. Yeah, to all the captains out there. Well, I'm sorry, Star I'm Trek. Sorry. Yeah, you went down. But the MCU, uh, I don't know. Can you live with yourself after that decision? Because it's done. I'm hurting. It's. I, <laughs> I figured you're hurting. Okay, so now we have our championship round. It is number one seed, the MCU, taking on the number one seed of Star Wars franchise. Ooh. 
Let's set the stage for the championship bout. Are we ready? Okay, so uh, this is this is very hard. I didn't think it was going to make it to this. I, I thought I would have an easier time with all the franchises the way we were going to come come about with this. And I I don't. Did you plan this? No. Did you? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I knew you conceded at first for the last one, but I I almost felt like you were just like, nah, let's. <laughs> Let's let this one get in there. Look at um, if, if I were that clever and conniving, I'd be a much, much richer man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a fact. Okay, so we have the MCU taking on Star Wars. This is torturous for me. It really, it really is. I, He's I like squirming in his seat. I, I really am. I, I love both of these franchises. I, I know there's arguments on both sides for recent falloffs. You know, with you know Star Wars, with the the, the some of the the feature films not living up to par, which they didn't. I don't think they lived up to par. I, as much as I enjoyed them, uh, and you're allowed to enjoy them or think that they're great movies, and you're allowed to think that they were horrible movies. Uh, <laughs> you know, that that's your that's yeah. your call. You want to get mad at things like Vespas yeah. <laughs> riding around and, and in the I book agree. above there a There is definitely some really... Right, but then you have to watch the Eternals and like, try to survive that frontal lobe damage. So I don't know. You know, but I didn't. I didn't hate the Eternals though. I, I, it, <sighs> I didn't hate the Eternals. I, I, I don't know. I'm it, more of the Marvel series have ha, is what's been hurting me, and I think that's where why I lean more towards Star Wars because you look at the success of the Mandalorian, and the animated series of the Clone Wars and the Bad Batch, and then Andor that came out. They just seem to be getting back on track with the characters and the world and exploring more and expanding more uh, while staying, keeping more or, or leaving that fandom love of the roots that they have. You know, the MCU is completely trying to, to change and get rid of all the characters. I mean, they, I mean, they really are. If you look at it, I mean, you look at all the Thor movies. Like now, you have, although Natalie Portman. So no spoilers, no spoilers. But so. <laughs> I, I, I see where you're going with that, and I'm actually with you on it. So I think that for me, Star Wars for the win in this, and I think it's for the win because, unlike the MCU, which is truly abandoning all the characters that made them what they are, made them so famous, and they're turning all of their leads into bumbling idiots for no reason, and knocking them down instead of propping them up. Star Wars is embracing all of its characters and letting them tell new, fresh stories in a very interesting and compelling way while not just completely whitewashing its roots. So Star Wars for the win for me. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the, if, we're, if we're comparing reading material, there's, there's so many books Star Wars has out there. Not that, I mean, there's plenty of, of the comic books and everything that, that has material. But again, when you're, comparing them into and again we're looking more a lot more at at the tv and film of these versus the literary uh works but there's plenty out there and i think that is wonderful and, and but i think the mcu lives up to more of that than star wars does right now um at least the more recent stuff but i'm with you on this one and i i have to i i love both but i'm i I, I kind of thought I was going to give it to the MCU when, we, when I first looked at this match. And yep. now if it I'm, weren't for the screaming goats, we would have had a chance. <laughs> but Thor: Love and Thunder, man, <laughs> that was just rubbish. I mean, and you've seen you've seen the new Ant Man movie, and it, it didn't seem to get uh, very. I have very, seen I've seen the reviews. I've seen, seen the reviews. The okay, so you have. So I haven't seen it either, but it doesn't seem to be looking like people are enjoying it as much. Which, yeah, again, it would be another another yeah. MCU movie that I think kind of flopped and you look at Wakanda forever as much as I, I loved the first Black Panther movie I adored it I thought it was great I didn't love this one you're not alone and and I will say that it's very telling isn't it because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan I am a big MCU fan but I have seen everything that Star Wars has put out with the exception of the animated stuff and I've definitely not seen everything that the MCU is putting out so I think right there we have our answer all right and that's it. We have our champion. Congratulations. Star Wars for the win in the Great Franchise Wars bracket. That is our March Madness right there. So that that is I thought that was I thought that was great. I mean, let us know what you guys think, you know, 
Absolutely. Uh, it's it's uh, you kind of get to nerd out about all these, and and I'd be really curious to see if you guys thought there was any mismatches in there that should have gone that we you know yeah didn't I mean, how amazing through. is it that you can make a movie about cowboys and wizards in space with daddy issues and become so gigantic <laughs> i know right oh that's great neighbors don't knock is produced by cng communications cng specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media podcasting radio and more combining years of experience in podcasting acting and sales cng offers big media products at small business prices. That's right. To learn more, visit their Facebook page or email them directly at admin at cngcommunications.com. It is now time for our neighbor tweets. All right, so it's that time of the show where we scour Twitter, finding the good, the bad, the ridiculous of what you neighbors out there are posting. Uh, And today, our tweets come from, or at least our first tweet comes from, Cashly Kirchon. Kirchon. I hope I... So, at Cash Kutch or Cooch. (laughs) Sorry. Let's not go with Cooch. (laughs) I'm going to go with uh, Kutchran Kutchran. on this one, but I don't know. uh, (laughs) Not Cashly Cooch, no. That's wow. Uh, so I apologize. There goes uh, our Cashly. PG rating. <laughs> yeah, right. Apologize, Cashly. But she tweets: Anyone else paralyzed by the tiniest mundane task, but can easily conquer the big stuff? Question mark. Then she puts a check mark that says, "Get residencies in multiple countries, no problem." Big X. Return plate to neighbor. Existential crisis. Uh, a little weird here, ca- Cashley. Cashley, that 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 is very extreme. Um, but I don't think you're alone in that. Uh, I, I think as a, as a neighbor, sometimes we forget about the little things. You know, I, I think it's very easy to see big picture and and very important things and forget. You know, to say hi or to give somebody a hug. You know, or just tell them, I think you're doing a great job. Or you know, again. Just knock on the door or wave, you know, just to yeah. check on somebody. I, I think the little things are always escaping us. So I don't think you're alone in that. I, I, I can see why you would, why you would post that. Yeah, I guess I can sort of see it as well. But I will say this: uh, it is the little building blocks of the mundane things of life that kind of make it complete and and worth doing. So. Congratulations to you, Cashley, for all of your world travels and all of your amazing uh, adventures. But every once in a while, it's okay to, like, you know, put on the dishwashing gloves and scrub a plate or something. It kind of reminds you of being grounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, plus, I, 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 to kind of build on that a little bit, I, I think that it's important for us to to, to do those things so it, all the, it doesn't feel like our life gets out of control. Sometimes just doing those little things every now and then just helps. Yeah, they can be therapeutic and, and honestly... Uh, it's not about one adventure to the next for a lot of reasons. You know, we, yeah. we need reminders that we are. Yeah, we we can't forget the little things the or the yeah. little people. Okay, our next tweet. Uh, I have to explain a little bit because it is uh, comes in two parts because it was a tweet that was posted and then a response to that tweet. So the original tweet was from Jorts at Jorts the cat, and he posted a picture of his cat that looks very unimpressed and just out of it and it says hello i'm ready for my bedtime stories about what your neighbor glenn did this time uh i i I guess glenn is not a pleasant person or doing some shady stuff i I don't glenn i don't know what you're doing but apparently jorts the cat is uh watching you (laughs) so uh but in response to that tweet steal your breath when you sleep oh oh there's another franchise in the making <laughs> Just, um, so the response to that tweet was from Shirley over at Dunk, so at Shirley Dunk, and she replies, "My neighbor Glenda leaves food out on the back porch for her cats, and then rants at me about my raccoons coming into her yard to eat it." Now, before we dive into this little tweet, I think it's interesting that uh, Jort's neighbor is Glenn, and her neighbor is Glenda. Yep, I caught that. Yeah, so I'm just like I blame it on lazy programming, glitch in the matrix. Come on, guys, let's uh, let's polish this up a little bit. I mean, is, is are we are we just 
complaining about possibly the same neighbor or <laughs> I thought so at first, but I don't think so on reading this. I think we just have two crazy cat people chatting to each other on Twitter. Yeah, that that is a possibility. And then, you know, I'm, I'm not a big cat person, so I, I can't claim to have any rants on cats. Yeah, um, I do like the my raccoons thing. That's pretty funny. Well, and we both have had experience with raccoons. I had a very traumatic experience recently, which I shared on the podcast. Go back and check it out. In our earlier episodes, it was it was uh, very traumatic. You might find it funny. Um, you know, there'd be raptor sounds in that that episode, uh, but <laughs> it's all flooding back to you, right? It is. <laughs> um, but you've had an, an experience with raccoons. I, I don't want to say it was a negative, but it was more of a um, wow. Moment. Yeah, I've had I've had wow moments because I, I I actually have had a big negative experience with a raccoon though before. I saw a raccoon take down a German Shepherd dead. Ear to ear. Oh yeah, you did. T- you did mention yeah, that before. Raccoons are vicious, man. Yeah, they. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. What do you, what do you think that? I mean, we have a lot of people that that complain about stuff that do things and then they don't realize that they're the reason that's happening. Yeah, I think that the reply tweet is the more interesting tweet in this one, and I don't know what I would do if my neighbor tried to blame me. On the for, raccoon for wildlife, problem. for yeah. wildlife, that, you know my raccoons. Like, yes, I own them. Yeah, it's a <laughs> all the raccoons, all the raccoons. <laughs> yeah, especially since it wasn't that person who was putting the food out, right? So I it's, know. Uh, I, I I think you have every right to to have a discussion with this woman about leaving the cat food out because they they can cause some serious damage and get into everything, and then and then who's taking responsibility for the raccoons at that point? And and honestly, is it? her raccoons because they come from her side of the fence is it, i mean is it just like you know i, I don't i don't who knows I, I don't know surely i'm pretty sure your neighbor's doing it on purpose to then try to blame you for something and uh jorts and gene frankly i'm looking at like a little bit of too much of a sultry picture of your cat on this tweet man this is a little weird let's <laughs> Let, let, let's let's back off of the the kitty obsession. All right, I mean they love they you have yeah. to love your pets. You yeah. have to love your that, pets. That's very much like a who loves kitty kind of uh, <laughs> kind of picture, right? So I don't know. bad kitty. Ooh. All right, <laughs> all right. We have a whole new picture of Eugene. I'm sorry now. I apologize. Uh, but that will do it for this episode of Neighbor Tweets. All right, Philip. I think we've had enough madness today for this March uh, episode. It was madness, but it brought back a lot of fun memories. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. No problem. Uh, And you guys can always catch new episodes with us every Friday. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, Like and follow us wherever you get your podcast. You know, we'd love to hear from you. So hit us up on social media. Absolutely. And season six is not done. We've got a lot of great guests in the pipeline. So be sure to keep an eye out for who is stopping by the Neighbors Don't Knock Studios. That's right. And if you want to be one of those neighbors that stops by, hit us up at admin at neighborsdontknock.com and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Out. Peace.